Don't let diaper rash come between you and your baby. Diaper rash can be one of the worst experiences your little one has to go through, and keeping their delicate skin happy and healthy shouldn't require a spatula to apply thick, goopy treatments that can be just as irritating and uncomfortable as the diaper rash. Instead, try Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Dr. Mom Butt Balm is a pediatrician-approved skin protectant, free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide. It was developed by a mom who is also a doctor when she couldn't find any traditional products that worked for her baby's persistent diaper rash. Use just a small amount of Dr. Mom Butt Balm to help soothe your baby's skin and feel good about making the right choice. Nothing comes between you and your baby, not even diaper rash. Check out Dr. Mom Butt Balm, available on Amazon or walmart.com. Back in the day when my girls were born, it was not easy to share photos and videos with loved ones, but you have a fantastic option available, the Family Album app. The Family Album app was created in 2015 and has operated in the long term to give parents a secure and easy way to share photos and videos with loved ones. It's a totally secure personal haven for your family's memories. I love that there's no third-party ads, no unwanted eyes. Now, let me share some of the great features that make the Family Album app a go-to app. First off, the app automatically sorts photos and videos by month, allowing you to swipe back in time and see how your child has grown. No more scrolling through endless feeds or searching through folders. Another cool feature about the Family Album app is you can order eight free photo prints every month to be delivered to your home. It's really nice to have some tangible pictures to hold onto or share to document each month of your baby's life. Plus, the Family Album app has unlimited storage and it is totally free. Yes, you heard that right. No more worrying about running out of space or being bombarded by ads when you're just trying to relive those heartwarming moments. So if you are still trying to use other messaging apps for your kids' photos, it is time to level up your family photo game with a free photo sharing app. Head over to the App Store today, search Family Album, it's all one word, download the app and start creating a legacy of love one photo at a time. In this shorty episode, I am sharing a little bit about my background and why I do the work I do. Welcome to the All About Pregnancy and Birth podcast. If you're having a baby in the hospital, you are giving birth in a system that too often takes away power from women over what happens in their own bodies. I'm Dr. Nicole Calloway-Rankins, a practicing board-certified OBGYN who's had the privilege of helping well over a thousand babies into this world. I've been a doctor for over 20 years, and I'm here to help you take back your power, advocate for yourself, and have the beautiful pregnancy and birth that you deserve. This podcast is for educational purposes only, and it's not a substitute for medical advice. Check out the full disclaimer at drnicolerankins.com forward slash disclaimer. Now let's get to it. Hello there. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Whether this is your first time listening or you've been here before, you know I'm glad you're spending some time with me today. In this episode, I want to take a minute and tell you a bit about my background, training, and how and why I came to do this work that I do. 
And the reason this is important is because these days there are more and more people popping up on social media, especially talking about pregnancy and birth and women's health topics in general. And it's really important that you get information from reliable and trustworthy sources. But here is the thing. You are the one that has to decide what you consider reliable and trustworthy, and you need the information to make that decision. So you need to know the background, the education, the experience that informs the people who are giving you information so that you can decide if you think that they are reliable and trustworthy or not. So with that being said, let me tell you a bit about my education experience and my why in terms of why I do this work. So let's start out with education. I'm gonna go ahead and toot my own horn here a bit and tell y'all I'm smart, like pretty smart, all right? I have Bachelor of Science degrees in mathematics, that's from Spelman College, another Bachelor of Science degree in mechanical engineering from North Carolina A&T State University. Shout out to both of those HBCUs. I graduated summa cum laude. I was inducted into Phi Beta Kappa Honor Society. In general, I've never had much trouble with academics and actually have excelled with academics. So you may be asking how in the world did someone who has degrees in mathematics and mechanical engineering end up going to medical school? Well, the truth is that one day, just before I started my engineering degree, I was in the dorm in summer school, taking a couple classes just to get ahead. I was in this dual degree program where I was at Spelman for three years and then two years in my engineering school. So I was just about to start North Carolina Ante. I was in the dorm and went into the bathroom. And true story, I looked in the mirror. I was standing at the sink and I saw a vision of myself wearing a white coat. And that just put the bug in my ear that I wanted to go to medical school, which I eventually did. Now, I did finish my engineering degree because I don't like to start things that I don't finish. And I always think that education helps you develop critical thinking skills. So I did finish the engineering degree. Then I went on to go to medical school at Eastern Virginia Medical School. Uh, that's in my home state of Virginia. I went because they gave me some money <laughs> and school is expensive. And that is where I got my MD degree. I, there I was inducted into Alpha Omega Alpha Honor Medical Society, which is reserved for the top 10% or so of folks in each medical school class. Now, after that, I did my residency training at Duke University Medical Center, one of the top hospitals for OBGYN in the country. And I was also selected as an administrative chief resident during my final year. That's an honor that is chosen by the faculty and fellow residents. Now, at the end of residency, I really thought that I was going to go into academic medicine. I just felt like I was going to be in academics, like medical school, teaching, that kind of thing. So in order to further my knowledge in that area, after I left my residency at Duke, I did a master of public health degree and a research fellowship at the just down the street at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. So there I did a two-year research fellowship. It was an NIH funded uh, fellowship. And then I got my master of public health with the concentration in epidemiology. I was on the faculty in two different medical schools for seven years before I realized that academics wasn't quite the right thing for me and then had a kind of crisis of consciousness and figured out what I wanted to do and ended up being a hospitalist. And as part of kind of figuring out my new path, I came across this program for health coaching. 
So I went back to Duke and did an integrative health coaching program. And I'm actually a certified integrative health coach. And what health coaching does is it helps you to make changes in your life, like healthy habit changes by taking a holistic approach to health. So not just looking at medical things, but looking at like your environment, your physical health, your nutrition, your finances, your spirituality, all of those things. And although I don't practice as a health coach at all, I do certainly use those principles and those principles highly informed what I do in my work, both as an OBGYN and what I do here in the podcast and social media and things like that. So that is my educational background. Let me tell you about my experience. I have been a doctor, I can't believe this. Every time I say the number, it always makes me feel like, Lord have mercy. But I have been a doctor for 21 years and I have been part of probably close to 2000 births. I don't like to say the word delivered, like I delivered a thousand over a thousand babies because I think if not, I think it does. It focuses so much on the doctor when really the person having the baby does most of the work. So I like to say I had the privilege of being part of or help guide over 1100 babies into this world in just the last eight years. And I say the last eight years because that's when I started keeping really, really close track. I used to keep a general idea, but now I track every single birth that I'm a part of and counting up over the last eight years, it's been over 1100, which is such a privilege, such a joy. Expecting parents who are looking for great nursery decor, this message is for you. As you prepare for the beautiful journey ahead, let Home Threads be your partner in creating a serene nest for your growing family. At HomeThreads.com, explore a collection designed for comfort and style during this special time. From cozy nursery essentials to soothing rocking chairs, Home Threads has everything to create the perfect home for your little one and always at the best value. If you like unique items, then you definitely need to check out Home Threads. We got a silver picture frame from Home Threads that is absolutely beautiful. It's one of those timeless classic items that will last for years to come and it fits in any space in your home. Be sure to visit homethreads.com forward slash Dr. Nicole today and receive a code for 15% off your first order. Home Threads, love where you live. And then I've also been a hospitalist during that time. And 99% of what I do is pregnancy, labor, and birth. I spend the vast majority of my time on labor and delivery. So I am coming to you from that background. This podcast, my social media is from the background of me spending pretty much all of my time in the pregnancy, labor, and birth space. I don't do any gynecology anymore, very little unless it comes to the emergency room. I don't do any um, gynecology in the office or anything like that. So really I am bringing 100% pregnancy, labor, birth experience from my day-to-day work and translating that into what I provide in the podcast and social media and things like that. My course, all of that good, great stuff. I'm also board certified. And what that means is I'm certified by the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology. I initially took a written exam at the end of my residency and then an oral exam about, uh, that's about three years after I finished my residency, did an oral exam, of course, passed both of those. 
And then once you do those two things yearly, you have to maintain your certification. And that involves reading anywhere from 15 to 20 articles or so and answering questions so that you can stay up on the latest things that are happening within OBGYN. And then from my personal experience, I'm a mom of two, have two beautiful girls. The first one was a preemie. She was born eight weeks early. She had a rare intestinal malformation called duodenal atresia. It happens in about one in 5,000 to 7,000 pregnancies, something like that. She spent a month in the NICU. She's doing perfectly well now. And also in that experience, uh, my, for my first C-section, I had inadequate anesthesia. I could feel it. That was quite traumatic. And then for my second, I had another C-section. This one was a scheduled C-section plan. That one was full term but I have the experience of having two pregnancies. So I'm not just coming to this from the perspective of being an OBGYN, I'm also a mom. And then finally, what is my why? Why do I do this? Well, I initially started with a blog. So my podcast wasn't initially a podcast. It initially started out as a blog and you know writing and that kind of thing. And I got hooked on podcast from listening to Serial Season 1. If you have not listened to that, came out a few years ago. That's one of the best podcasts that has ever been made. And I was like, hmm, I think I can make a podcast. And that translated into me making a podcast. But the reason that I wanted to provide information in general is because I noticed a void of physicians sharing information in a way that I felt like people were consuming it. I knew that more and more people were going to Google, going to social media to find out information. Nobody reads those pamphlets that you get at the office. You know, those things just get tossed out. So I wanted to show up and provide information in a way that people would consume it. And that was coming from a research background coming from evidence-based and that holistic approach that I had learned from health coaching training. And then also when I transitioned from academics to a hospitalist and I was in a community hospital and environment, that was kind of a big shock for me. In academics, for the most part, people practice pretty evidence-based. We don't always necessarily center people in their birth experience the way that we should, but we do practice pretty evidence-based. But when I got into the community, I saw things that were not evidence-based practice, like routine episiotomies, not offering VBAC, and it really like took me aback. And so I wanted to provide information, not just from that holistic evidence-based approach, but also to provide education and an insider perspective, an insider's view, an insider's knowledge and tips and things to help you really navigate within that system that I was learning was not doing the things that we should do consistently in order to center the person giving birth. And even as I did more and more, I learned I wasn't centering the people giving birth like I should have. So I have learned and grown in that process. And now also part of my work is also helping talk about that within OBGYN communities to help improve hospital birth to a place where we center the person giving birth and every person is treated with the compassion, dignity, and respect that they deserve. So all of that, why my education led me to create the podcast, leads me to post on social media media, both to pregnant folks and to the OBGYN community, led me to create my birth plan class, make a birth plan the right way, led me to create my childbirth education class, the birth preparation course. And then the final thing that I'll end with is just three random facts about me. So number one, I love hoop earrings, love, love, love hoop earrings. I almost always wear hoop earrings. Hoop earrings are everything. It doesn't matter what size they are. And actually the bigger, the better. I love 
hoop earrings. They are my absolute favorite. Another random fact about me is that when I was in college, I studied abroad for a year in Kenya. So in between my three years at Spelman and my two years at North Carolina A&T State University, I spent a year in Kenya. On my way back home, I visited Egypt. That was one of the best trips of my life, hands down. And then the final thing is that I'm actually very introverted. I would much rather speak in front of a crowd of 10,000 people than have to do small talk with a group of 10 people. Like small talk is a lot for me. It's energetically draining. Speaking in front of big crowds for whatever reason is not as challenging to me because I can speak in broad terms that one-on-one connection. I am so super awkward, (laughs) y'all. All right. So there you have it. Was there anything that you were surprised about uh, learning about me? Anything more you want to know about me? Shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm on Instagram at Dr. Nicole Rankins. I always love to hear what you think about the show. Also be sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to me right now. Leave a five-star review in Apple Podcast if you enjoyed the show because that helps the show to grow. And also share this with a friend if you find this show useful. So that is it for this episode. Do come on back next week and remember that you deserve a beautiful pregnancy and birth. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.